When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here it's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. Um, it's Pat and JT. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under it's Pat and JT. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Great review and subscribe. So, so this is actually. Can you turn up just a little bit more? I know I've been really picky this morning. My headphones are too quiet. I know a little bit more actually. Gee, a little bit. I know just a little Lord. bit more. They're still no. They're still Any really more? quiet. Yeah, they're really no. There, there we go. It's a touchy knob over here. Whatever. Uh, six years, starting year six of the Pat and JT podcast today. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Today is the day. Six years. And so we brought in a special guest for the six year. No, not, not, not because of that, but. uh, (laughs) It It just so happens. It just so happened. We have Chef Tay with us today and we have history. Um, and we got to get caught up because we haven't talked to you in about five years. Has it really been that long? I think it has been. Oh, my goodness. Because you've never been on our podcast, have you? I have you? not. I have not. Nope. So that's five years. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Just, just saying that we're starting year six just sounds crazy. Well, congratulations to you guys on that. Thanks. That's, that's really cool. It's Thanks, man. nuts, man. It really is. But it's it's been a lot of fun um, getting here where we are now. This, is, this has been awesome. So that's all great. But we're here to talk about you is what we're here to talk about because a while back I stumbled across your page, Not Just Omaha Eats. Yep. And that's on, on Facebook. If you catch it, it, it's awesome. And I caught it last fall, and I'm like, what the hell? I haven't talked to this guy in ever, forever. Mm-hmm. And we, we connected on Facebook, and then you kind of stopped doing videos for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now you, you've got cut it fired back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know where to start. Should we talk about our history first? And just sure. kind of like, yeah, let's do. Let's just start there. When we first met you, you were on Power. Yep. On the radio, doing the night show. Doing the night show. Yeah. Were you Chef Tay then? You were Chef Tay then. No, you've, always, uh, you've been then, Chef Tay to me like forever. He's just, I like to cook Tay. He <laughs> I was like officially to cook a chef. That's what, I'm yeah. not getting paid for it. Like, tay. I like to cook. I should look into this yeah. more, Tay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was Mr. West. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mr. West. That's And uh, well, honestly, the name uh, came from. So I was Chef West. Chef West in the morning scramble when I transferred That's over right. to the That's what it was. That's yep. right. Yep. So uh, Chef West came from just doing barbecues and everything else. Like, uh, I'm just having friends over after we we done DJing and parties and everything, yeah. and I've obviously was Mr. West as a DJ, and then my roommate at the time, Devin Dupree, was like, "You're Chef West when you're cooking, bro." So <laughs> that's where the name that's came you, from. When were you always like the guy, the go-to guy to cook? You always like to cook? Oh, I and grill. Loved and... it. Yes, yes. Okay. That's honestly where um my my really like my passion for cooking came from was uh, being in Boy Scouts. And we would have go to our campouts, and you know we had to cook all of our own food and everything, and cook it outside. Everybody's like, "I want a room with Tay." Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm the best cook out there. Me, yeah, here's I my got... marshmallows. Here's my chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> I got tired of eating the bland food that like our scout <laughs> leaders would make, and I'm like, "This is disgusting, yo! You're boiling the eggs in a plastic bag." Come oh my on. gosh, give me a break. Yeah, no. So I was like, "I will, I will cook, I will cook." Oh and, my god. Yeah. So yep, all of our camperies and campouts, I was oh, the one that was in charge of cooking. That's so. Awesome. That is so, awesome. So the the okay, I gotta go back. Chef West was kind of foreshadowing because mm-hmm. at that time, did you think you would ever professionally be a chef? Not really. 
Um, it was fun. I, yes, it was fun. I knew I wanted to um, own a restaurant or run some kind of food business, but in terms of like being a chef and embodying that, like um, I tell people, like there's a difference between being a cook and being a chef. If you're a cook, you you're you're underneath, like you're you're not in control of a kitchen, and you know when things are happening, you, the chef is the one that is taking the brunt of it. You're just be like, ah, what do you want me to do, chef? How can I help I'm, you? I'm, I'm I'm here. What do you want me to do? And so okay. uh, yeah, for the longest, I didn't even call myself. Um, a chef because I didn't, um, I didn't know what went behind that. It's cool to say, "Oh, you're a chef," but then you're like, then you meet a chef and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not a chef, dog. I'm yeah. not a chef." Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like saying you're the CEO when you're like, the CEO has the so boss. many other responsibilities. Like I'm a CEO. Well, you don't even know what that means to be a CEO yeah. until yeah. you're a CEO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just like a chef. So okay, so where did it turn the corner for you? Where when did things start? Like I could do this. Uh, I was after Master Chef. You didn't know I was on MasterChef? Oh, you didn't? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and so that was the first time. Oh, like, act like you knew that. I you did. Didn't know I did. That. I, I remember watching <laughs> it. I didn't know that. I did. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, how did that happen? So uh, for years, for years, my mother uh, had always been telling me, you should apply for one of those cooking TV shows. And um, the, the woman that, I was, that I'm dating currently mm-hmm. Um, she had sent me a flyer for uh, a MasterChef open audition, and I was like, "Man, they're like they're in sh- like the big cities. They're over the weekends, and I DJ weddings on weekends. There's no way I'm gonna be able to make right. one of these open castings. That's a commitment. Yeah, and so um, I I sent in um, just like a virtual package, like a press kit basically, and uh, they reached out to me and they were like, "Hey, we're interested in you know casting you for the show." And so I just went through the like, entire casting process basically uh, via webcam, and then. Couple months later, they were like, "Hey, we're flying you out." How did they? Was, how did they taste your food? Like, did they? Did how they, did they know you so, were good? They did it. Yeah, like, so, like legit. How did they know you were good? That was the thing. So I had to do a ton of videos of me cooking like different things and showing different techniques, so they knew we're not just flying some phony out that you know. Yeah. Could be taking videos off the internet or just whatever. And right? so, um, yeah, that, oh I was. I mean, I did videos cooking outside. They had me. Show different um, types of sauces, like all the mother sauces. Make sure I knew how to do different um, knife cuts and things like that. And so, oh that, my yeah. god! When Jeez. I got out there, though, it was funny because um, everybody else had went to an open casting and they were like, "So what'd you make? So what'd you make?" And it got to me, and I was like, "I didn't make anything." <laughs> like, well, so what are you doing here? Can you even cook? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find out. Yeah. So what happened on the show? So, uh, or how far in depth do you want me to go in? Because I can, I can tell you everything. Or I, can, I can give you. <laughs> I'm not on contract with them anymore either, so I can say whatever oh, I want to say. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Was it okay? Reality show, just a reality show, obviously to begin with. Mm-hmm. Was it what you expected, or were you? Did you have some surprises? Oh yeah. I mean, it was so, like, um, I, I hate to say it was traumatizing, but they did so many things to like. Build, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Drama. Yeah, build. Not even drama, no, but just like, like build. I call it building nerves. Like, like so when they, anxiety. Anxiety. Yes. So before you go on to most TV shows, you have to take like a 600 question personality test. Oh my god. And then when you leave the show, most of the time they go and you have to have a psych evaluation to make sure you're, like, you're still sane. Man, that's, like, that's a great oh my knowing God. that this could mess me up. I have to have a psych yeah, eval. Yeah, yeah. Right? I have a psych Jeez. evaluation. So um, they fly you out there. And you know, most TV shows like show you when you land on the airplane and they're like recording you and everything. So um, I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's no way they're doing that. Like, this, this would have to be some somewhat stage. So 
Um, I played it real chill, but like you could definitely tell, like when you landed in LA, the people that were there for the show because they were they were like in character. Wow! And so, wow. Uh, <laughs> you you know you get there and then there's just somebody holding a sign that says uh, casting MC11, and you go over there and you check in and they take your phones. So you have no. Did you know that they were gonna take your <gasps> no, phone? No, had no idea. Oh. No idea. So they take your phones and then they put you up in a hotel and there are these. Uh, Guys, they're uh, called Wranglers, and they're basically in charge of you because you are now under contract. You are property of MasterChef or whatever show that you're on. And so yeah. they're, they're responsible for you. If you were to, if something were to happen to you, it would be on them. So okay. they put you up in a hotel room. They don't have, give you a room key. If you want to leave the room, you need to call uh, the Wranglers to come and let you out. And then if you're ready to go <laughs> back up to the room, they got to um, you know, swipe and let you back in. They didn't restrict you, though. I mean, to an extent, like, you couldn't leave the hotel or anything you, like okay, that. Okay, you can leave I mean, the property. if you wanted to go outside and smoke, that was cool. But, like, no, you, you yeah. were confined to a hotel. So they put you up in this hotel for a week and don't tell you anything. And, That's um, crazy. and you have no contact with the outside world. None at all. And so you, you get really, really, really close to develop, I call them toxic relationships, Stop with everybody syndrome. there. Yeah, yeah because is. you're like... You're kidnapped. Yeah, you, you're, you're the only people I know right now. And this is, I, I, I don't even you know every you. Every day, yes. I'm, I'm sharing three meals a day with you. Like, I'm at the bar drinking with you. Like, and uh, so you just get really tight with these people in like a week. And so um, I started noticing employees that were so-called working at the hotel that weren't really working at the hotel. And I'm like, man, like there's no way this person is standing in the same spot every single day doing the same thing. He's not like folding towels. He's just like <laughs> clicking a pen and writing a note, clicking a pen and writing a note. Oh my God. And so they were casting us for this entire week. Didn't tell us. And then, so um, we all get, and so how they would conversate was us oh. is at the end of the day, we had to be back in our rooms by a certain time. And then they would slide a note under our door and it would say, um, you know, be in auditorium B at 9 a.m. And so we got one um, early in the morning. I was like, that's weird. And, and it said auditorium B 10 p.m. this evening. So we're like, what? Finally, we're going to yeah. do something. Yeah. And so we get down to this auditorium. They sit us all down and they're like, half of you guys are going home tomorrow. I, if I've never seen something so chaotic, people are crying. Like you've been, you're my best friend. I may never see you again. Oh my god! And they oh say gosh. you're gonna get a phone call in your room between six a.m. and nine o'clock, and it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna say go to floor number one or floor number two. One of one of the floors and is obviously floors you're going home. Going home, yeah. yeah. And so phones start ringing at six o'clock, and you're on the you're on a hotel floor. It's quiet, so you can hear people's phones ringing. So you're looking through your peephole like. Who's going? Who's going? Who is it? What floor? What floor? People are up drinking already because they're like freaked out and everything. And um, I'm like, look, if we don't get me in my room, I was like, if we don't get a phone call after uh, until like 830, I was like, then we made it. I was like, they, they would get rid of everybody else first. And then the people they were going to keep, they would bring down last. And that was my theory. I'm like right. doing everything to like try to stay positive. In right. This. So we get the phone call and it's 845. So oh. we were just up all morning freaking out, watching people walk down this hallway. Yeah. And so Hammered. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't drink. I didn't drink. I was like, there's no way I'm drinking. I'm like, this is too much for me to be in here drinking. I, like, I don't even know you like that, bro. You've been saying weird stuff to me all week long. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And so. Um, Keep like, your wits about you. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Go to floor number two. So we go down there. We get out the elevator, and people start cheering. I was like, oh, damn, we made it. Wow. And so uh, we wow. go in there, and then the people that I was telling you I was seeing around the hotel were there in the room. 
and they ended up being the like the producers. So okay, no way. let me go back and stop you real quick here before you go on, because you said something that they were casting the show. Yeah, and remember John Carroll. He used to be on our show mm-hmm. years ago, and he was on Survivor. Yeah. And the, he was cast as the bad guy. But they I don't know if they did something like, because he never really told us the whole in-depth on the mm-hmm. backside of everything, because he was under contract for so many years and, that, yeah. and a lot of legal wrangling. So they were kind of deciding. They That's what those people were doing, is they were watching. They you. were watching us, yes. All Who's these people the that bar? were folding towels and yeah. filling ice buckets yeah. and all that good stuff, they were yeah. just observing you. Yeah. I, like, it, Interesting. It was creepy. It, it was to the point, though, I was yeah. telling people, I was like, because, you know, we, we would every once in a while, they would take us down to a restaurant. And I was like, hey, while you're here, pay attention to somebody that you think is kind of like you. I was like, because you have a doppelganger. And it was crazy because I'm like, everybody, everybody, mine was probably the most off one because it was just Asian guy from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like norm, and your normal your roommate was your doppelganger. And, but I'm like, yeah. you know, the outgoing person would always be with the other outgoing person, the quiet mom of two kids that doesn't work was with that other mom. I'm like, you, I was like, and that's, so that's technically your competition. I know that's your friend, but that's your competition. So, right. Cause they didn't want two of the same kind of character. Yeah. 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 Right? I have no idea how I got casted with a, the Asian guy, <laughs> the Asian cowboy from Texas. Did he have to go home? Yeah. He went home. Oh. Yeah. He ended up going home. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he got to audition and compete for an apron, but he didn't get shows for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So how many of you were then were remained? Uh, 60 of us. Oh my God. Yeah. 60 of wow, us. Wow, I didn't realize there was that many right? people. Like, yeah, how many people made it? That's how many people made it to air? So, to air, 30 of us made it to air. And that's then crazy. 15 of us got an apron. When normally they do like 20 to 25 people to get an apron. So, yeah, yeah. we get to the first day on stage, and, um, you know, they call what a test kitchen is. And you basically practice whatever your signature dish is that you're going to present to the judges. Because, like I said, you know, you haven't cooked for a week. Half of these. 80% of these people were drunk. <laughs> and so, like, we they bring us a stage. And this is the first day we've gone to stage, the first day we're going to be cooking. And they let us all know that, like, after we, we just went through all this. So this like, is the same day they, they the did the same phone day. call? Wow. The same day, yes. Wow. So they bring you to stage. And um, you, what, what did you cook? What was your, your signature dish? My signature dish was a deconstructed, reconstructed apple pie. So I took uh, – and I made an apple pie filling – uh, put it in the bottom of a ramekin and then cut out. I made a country style biscuit and um, made it more of like a dessert style biscuit, so it was a little bit sweeter. Uh, put the biscuit on top, uh, baked it, and then I put a crumble over the top of that with a little bit of salted caramel. And then I did personal, a thing of vanilla. Personal Jeez. pies. Oh my yeah. gosh. Little yeah. personal pies. It was, it was, honestly, it was <sighs> wild because that came to me like one night at home. Yeah. And I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, that's what it's going to be. And I went, I went and started making it. My girl was like, what are you doing? Right? It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Like this mad scientist yes. in the kitchen. I was like, I got an idea. I think it's going to be fire. Some, some guys are watching illicit websites on their uh-huh. laptops. Other guys are playing video games. He's out there with his ramekin yep. making a personal yep. pie. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, that was honestly because that was when the, the house was quietest and like my brain was quietest. I, yeah. did, I did all the, like my thinking that I was going to do for the show. In that time, yeah, but, yeah, no, That's they brought us to awesome. stage that day, and everybody, they were people were lighting stuff on fire, they were cutting themselves <laughs> drunk, <laughs> they were, drunk, yeah, because they were drunk. intoxicated. So, like, from, from that, so <laughs> did the whole show, beginning to end, film in one week? No, no. Um, so we filmed probably two episodes a week. So you would have it was it was so wild because what they would do was they would after you got cast and got your apron and everything, um, you would have one day of practice. So, like, basically test kitchen. What they would do, they bring you to stage, 
6 o'clock in the morning, give you some food, and then they would say, all right, we're going in the test kitchen. And you go in there, and then there would be, like, some kind of something laid out, like a piece of bread or a piece of fish or something like that, and they would say, make something with this. Oh, wow. And so that was kind of like your hint, hey, maybe tomorrow you could be possibly cooking with fish. We don't know what kind of fish it's going to be, what the challenge is going to be with the fish, but yeah. just so you can have some kind of base to go off of because you get into that kitchen and there's no, oh, man, I want to change this. It's like, all right, you got to have a game plan because you have 45 minutes. Go. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Man. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, oh, my gosh. Wow. My, my first episode, they gave us monkfish, but the day before they gave us uh, cod. Cod and monkfish are two completely different fishes. Like, like, <laughs> taste nothing alike, cook nothing alike, but I had never cooked monkfish before. Never, I didn't even know I never what, heard of monkfish. They call it the poor man's lobster, but it doesn't cook anything like lobster either. And I'm, and so I'm going off of, like, what they're telling us about this fish. I'm like, okay, lobster. I'm like, you can fry lobster. You can butter post lobster. Yeah. So I'm like, um, I'm going to make my original dish before with the uh, cod. I was like, I made a jerk uh, cod with jamaican rice and peas and a mango habanero salsa and i was like this like it was simple it was simple but i was like it's got enough technique in it to where like somebody that's gonna make a taco i'm just gonna be better than their taco because i'm I'm like a lot of people are gonna see fish like fry it make a taco like that's that's the simple thing to do yeah and so um when i saw this fish i'm like damn like this fish was super like watery when i cooked it i tested out a piece i'm like there's no way i'm gonna be able to make this i was gonna make a bomb me sandwich and um, so I, I I continued with like my original idea of making the bami, and Gordon came comes up to me and goes, "Tay, tell me about what you're making today." I was like, "Chef, I'm making um a, a blackened bami sandwich with a sriracha or some kind of aioli that I was gonna make with it with pickled okay. veg and everything else." And he was like, "Tay, did you taste the fish?" I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Do you see how the fish is resting over there and the amount of water that's coming out of it?" And he was like, "Yes, chef, I, I see it." He was yeah. like, "Well." I don't want to eat a soggy diaper. <laughs> and Good so point. I'm like, like, okay. And by this point, I'm, I'm halfway through this cook. So, I mean, I've got 25 minutes on the clock. Just pivot? So pivot, yes. <laughs> he is like, reevaluate, start over. I'm like, okay. 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 So back to plan A. And, um, yeah, no, it, it, that, it, it was so nerve-wracking. And you know how how gordon does and you know mm-hmm. like so he was like there was a midwest chef that um made some changes halfway through his cook or halfway through their cook and um the changes just weren't enough for them to make it and i'm sitting there like damn well i'm from the midwest i guess i'm going home <laughs> yeah, and it's the first cook i'm like i can't go home on <laughs> yeah. the first cook Dang yo it. i've been through all this and so uh, it didn't end up being me wow yeah my mine passed i and they were like it was really, really good. And so I'm like, I don't know how it was good. Oh I'm God. telling you, I nay-nayed this thing, yo. Like, I flew through this. Like, but it kept me on. And I competed all the way through top 10. And then well, I made top 10, and I got eliminated on a technicality. So oh. I made um, – it was uh, – the challenge was they gave you five California-inspired ingredients. You had – I know I'm going to miss one. Um, you had wasabi, fresh wasabi, grapefruit, spot prawns, uni and um i can't remember what the fifth one was but so i made a you know uni is no i was Mm-mm. just gonna ask i was gonna i wanted to go back to the sandwich that you made okay, before okay. bami a bami what yeah. the hell's that so bami is <laughs> yeah. a, is uh is an asian asian inspired sandwich 
Okay. So like a lot of bami sandwiches are, um, I guess what you would, the closest reference would be like a French loaf, like a crispy oh, French yeah. loaf. Yeah. And then you fill it with like um, most most recipes do like a Korean barbecue, so like a pork belly or something like that, and then pickled veg. Ooh, but, I like, that's awesome. That yeah, there's a couple. Amazing. There's a couple yeah. bami spots in Omaha you have to check out. I know there's okay. one over in Bellevue that does a really good job. Inter- okay, so that's a bami, and then the one that you just mentioned, the the item you just mentioned was what? The oh. ingredient. The uh, ingredient. The, oh, uni. So uni, uni is a uh, sea, uh, sea urchin. Mm. Oh, because okay. you have prawns. Yep. Sea urchin. Mm-hmm. The hell's okay, a prawn? Okay, I got it. It's like a expensive shrimp. Okay. Yep. I was thinking it was a veggie. Yep, a spot <laughs> prawn. Yeah. Nope. And so um, they gave me these five ingredients, and I'm like, all right, I, I, I got an idea of what I'm going to do with this. And so, and then they also, for that challenge, you didn't have an open kitchen or an open pantry. So you didn't have access to everything. So they made a smaller pantry, so, you know, less things for you to work with. Yeah. And uh, so I made... I made this dish, and it was definitely a dish that, like, it came together at the end. So you had to make all the other um, items and, like, different uh, parts of this dish separately. So I made a compound uni butter. And um, I don't even. I mean, I mean that's it's the way your mind works is just blowing. Right. Blowing mind. Yeah. So like a what what? Yeah. So, well, a compound uni butter. I mean, a compound butter is basically just butter that you whip and put anything in it. Okay. So it could be honey, and that you can call it a compound butter. And that's the other thing about cooking, like. If you talk to somebody that is a chef or doesn't know these words, the, I mean, it's just basically to make your food sound expensive. You know, they right, do yeah, that right. all, all the it's fancy. Super fancy. Yeah, fancy it's words. a compound butter. You just put some butter in something. This could be butter and honey, it's, and there you have it's a compound just with butter. butter. Yeah, a butter okay. in something is a compound butter. That, so that sounds very fancy. Okay. I made uh, this compound uni butter, and um, I put it in the refrigerator, and because that's what I was instructed to do. I was like, they said, if you're going to make a compound butter, it needs to go in the fridge to, you know, just come together for the flavors to mend. I'm like, all right, cool. And so I put it in the refrigerator, get done with the cook, and I present my dish. And I made a tostada with, um, uh, what was it, a wasabi guacamole and with, like, cilantro and everything. I took the spot prawns, and I cooked them down in the sauce that I made. And then I was going to take the uni the uni mm-hmm. butter and melt it down and then just drizzle it over the top. And so I got done with the dish. Sounds amazing. Five, right. four, three, two, one, hands up. I'm like, yes, this looks good. And I look over and I see the uni because it comes in like a little like deli um, like paper. And I'm like, damn, I forgot it. It was in the refrigerator. So oh. Yeah. And so um, honestly, that moment, I remember sitting there like, <laughs> Oh, I could say, I could say I did use this in the dish. And I was like, but there's a camera on you at all times. Right. And I'm right. like, oh, man, I got to tell him. I, I got to tell him. I got to tell him. And so I'm glad I did it. And I, I, it'll make sense down the road. But I tell him, you know, chef, I did complete the dish, but I did leave off one of the items. And so I ended up in the bottom three. And, uh, you know, they went through everybody else's dish. One of the dishes they picked up, and they're like, this looks like a uh, bus tub at the end of the night and threw it in the trash. Oh, no. Whoa. Yeah. The oh, other, they, how, know how you would have that. for that, poor, that person. Right, right. Yeah. And that person actually ended up, he was in the, t- uh, in the bottom three for like three different other times before <sighs> this. This was my first time in the bottom three. And then the other gentleman, um, he his dish was complete, but it was just like he got some spaghetti, made some some pasta and then just kind of stacked everything on top of it. And that, that was him putting the dish together. So like, it doesn't look like anything. It looks like yeah. he just kind of took all the items we gave you and put it on a plate. <laughs> and then here was my dish that, and they was like, they, they tasted it and they ate it 
all. They was like, Tay, uh-huh. that was fantastic. They was like, we need you to do us uh, a favor. Uh-huh. Uh, go back to the refrigerator and get your uni butter. And I was like, damn, they kept it. And I was like, and so in between them, uh, our cooks, they, they basically go through. So they, they take us out of the kitchen. We yeah. go sit down. The judges go through and look at all the dishes. Um, and then they also go to the refrigerators and everything and clean out the pantry to get ready for the next cook. And I was like, they, and normally like they would have went to the refrigerator, saw that and threw it away. And I was like, but they kept it. And I'm like, so if I would have lied and said, oh, I used it, they would have like, well, Tay, what is your, what is this? Oh, yeah. Here's your compound yeah. butter. You said you used Yeah, that would have been good. Well, I've been a liar on national yeah. TV. I'm like, exactly. nah, I'm, I'm glad I Thank, didn't say anything. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I really, still got goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah. I can see him. That's, it. That's funny. I'm just thinking this. Like, you were in the bottom three, but because the other two followed the entire directions, yep. They placed ahead of you, even though both their plates sucked. Sucked, yeah. And, and it was you, wild. But you left one thing out, and so that disqualified him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's rough. It, it was it was tough, man. And then what was... Because you, you feel confident you could have gone a lot farther than that? I was sitting there hoping. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, the, the the three cooks that made it to the top, they they, they were definitely cold. But I, I think I could have beat yeah. them out, man. Wow. For sure. But... Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it was, it was so nerve-wracking, though, standing up there and... Um, then on the behind the scenes, the producers came up to me like, Hey, I wish you wouldn't have just said anything. They're like, we were sitting, oh. the reason it took us so long to decide who was, uh, going to go home was we were hoping one of them was going to say it should be me because the day before he did, yeah. he was like, Hey chef, like I'll I should be, be the tribute. one going home. Yeah, and right? they, were, they were like, we were hoping that's why we sat you guys up there for so long and waited for, you <laughs> oh. know, somebody to say something, but they yeah. wanted to keep you. And that's yeah. when you realize I want to do this for a living. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Did you take, then did you go to school? Then, no. or you're just you're just self-taught yeah so um wow one of the episodes on master chef uh our guests every episode we had a celebrity chef there so outside of the three judges uh chef gordon um chef Aron, and then uh joe um they would bring another celebrity chef in that specialized in something and whatever they specialized in was what we were going to be cooking that day and so sherry yard um was one of our celebrity chefs, and we did a dessert round, and I actually ended up winning that one. And so um, there's a chef here in Omaha. He's actually the head chef at the Salted Edge now, uh, Chef Joel Hassanelli. Um, he reached out to me via Facebook and was like, hey, you know, I'm a chef in Omaha. I used to work. I was uh, Sherry Yard's head chef at City Perch in New York. Wow. Uh, would cool. you be interested in collaborating and doing some, you know, stuff around Omaha? And so oh he brought God. me on, and we were just we were doing private dinners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. At the time, he was... Uh, the head chef and curator over at uh, Best Bison, and um, so he brought me on over there, and I just started out. Honestly, I was a delivery driver, if I'm being honest, because he was yeah. he he didn't know if I could cook yet, because <laughs> it's still TV. Yeah, and so uh, one day they were struggling doing prep work, and I was like, Chef, I can do this. I was like, Just put me back there, I'll handle it. And so I was back there, and that's where it all started. At like it was kind of kind of coincidental, and then uh, from there. Uh, yeah, we were doing private dinners and yeah. um, doing those things, and then when the Salted Edge opened. He was like, I'm, I'm bringing you out there. And so that's, that's awesome. That's yeah, just, that's super I cool. mean, being in the right place, but also opening yourself up to opportunities, yeah. you know, taking some chances and mm-hmm. doing the TV show. How long were you out there for the TV show? So originally, I want to say we were out there for about four weeks, four or five weeks. And then it, this was right at the end of 2019. 
in going into COVID 2020. Wow. It's so, uh, you know, keep in mind, like I said, we, we didn't have any cell phones or anything. So we didn't know what was going okay. on. That's what I was going to ask you. So I'm like, if you're out there for four weeks, did you get, did they say, okay, we're going to let y'all make a you know, phone home from your room, I guess. No. You, so you... they get, they had a burner phone that we had to go down and sit in a room with them and talk to our significant others or whoever. So they did. So when you first landed, it was like, Communication crickets. Yeah, and and you're putting, no Apple Watch. You couldn't yeah. log into your uh, Yahoo wow. or anything so like that. Everybody at home is like, "Where'd Tay go?" Yeah, he just fell off the edge of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and and I wonder what, like, what, yeah. what were they wow. worried about? You guys finding out? You know, like you, you would think. I understand you list. not being able to communicate <laughs> with people, but being able to get information and find out what's going on in the world, yeah. I would think would be okay. Well, um, I guess their big thing was, like I said, you know. To build like the trauma response, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, know, you guys too. relied on you relied on your producers and your showrunners. You relied mm-hmm. on each other. Yeah. And so it kept you very focused. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I've yeah. always been fascinated with that when, with with cooking, being able to know what goes, what ingredients go oh, together. Please, Pat. I swear to God, oh, I have. Please. Tell tell one of your favorite. That's why I'm, I've been fascinated with it. Since I was good at it. No, tell, let's let's talk about a couple of your favorite dishes, Pat. Um. Oh man, uh, there's so many <laughs> bugles with. Bugle oh, with yes. squirt cheese, <laughs> cheese in it. I call that a compound bugle. A oh, compound bugle. I like that. <laughs> he does now. Yeah. Um, um, uh, let's see. Oh, spam. Man. Spam and mac and cheese is always good. Um, <laughs> I can't get behind. I, I, I can get some spam, but I'm not. With, do you like craft mac and cheese, or do you like you know spice the mac and cheese up a little Velveeta? bit? I, I like I like whatever. I like whatever <laughs> cheese leaves dust on the back of the spoon that I can lick off. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. I am basically a trashy 12 year old boy. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. (laughs) Spam and Velveeta, bro. I got a friend in Texas that you guys get along real good. He made me me this dish one time. You're probably going to love this. It was uh, ragu red sauce with um, spaghetti noodles and uh, hamburger with Velveeta. I've made that. That is disgusting. I've made that. I swear to God, I've made that. That's called goulash. That's called, yeah. He calls it Roman Holiday. I went and Googled it. I was like, Roman Holiday. I'm like, bro, there's no such thing as Roman Holiday. That sounds like a sex position. (laughs) Roman Roman Holiday. Roman Holiday. Yeah, that actually, I have made that before. No stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I told you you guys be best friends. I have to give you his contact, man. You guys can concoct somewhere. That is what. But go on. Do go on, Pat, because you were going to talk about Uh, cooking. Well, I fell in love with my wife because she has the same palate. Yeah. And like when we. She had. What do you mean? You the same palate as me or the same? No. Oh, me. As me. It's him. Yeah. If okay. she had the same palate as you, I'd be 400 pounds. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. I think, yeah, I think, no, I, no, I, I'm going to leave so. that alone. I, I, I know. It's like, wait a minute. You're talking about cheese dust. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I don't That's cook food like that, but okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, well, I, like one of the first things we ate together was cheese hot dog, like a Wimmers with cheese in it, yeah. wrapped in a tortilla and microwaved. Fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah. That sounds like you smoke a lot of I mean, marijuana. I got it. You, know what? <laughs> you think, right? You That's what think. it sounds like. You would think, yeah. A cheese sauce wrapped hot dog. We got to do a whole segment, a whole like series called Trashing Down uh, Tay. And you oh, come in man. here and I just make you my, my food. I, no, you can cook I, you for know, Tay. I, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I think I would have to pass. I mean, I don't. I can't eat food like that. Does it I've just tried. make you sad? It doesn't, yes and no. <laughs> I start sweating and I'm like, I can't digest this. I can't digest this. So I'm not in on like the, the meat at gas stations that are on the little roller deal, like the egg rolls? Oh, man. No. Those yeah. are tornadoes. I, tornadoes yeah. I've yeah. tried Caesar. them. I, I used to eat those. 
But no, then you, man. Then you got hit puberty and stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did. No, and honestly, I don't. I don't down anybody because like you like what you like, you know. But my thing <laughs> yeah. is, I'm like, bro, you can you can make this yourself and really enjoy it. Or you can make this and feel bad about eating it. Like, yeah. I, no. I'm, yeah. Or eat this from the gas station and feel bad about eating it. And I was like, I can't do that. That's fair point. That's a fair point. I really, really enjoy good food. Like, it, I, you're, you're feeding your body fuel. Like, this is keeping you alive. <laughs> or you yeah. eat like Pat. Or yeah. you eat like yeah. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah. Want to take a second to thank some other OG friends and supporters of our podcast, Kugler Vision. Kugler Vision Center, honestly, they were the first ones that were supporters and partners with our podcast. Um, And that was five years ago. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That is unbelievable, but we certainly are thankful to have them on board. Kugler Vision stands out in the crowd without a doubt. Um, They've just got a world-class team of experts at Kugler Vision, and it keeps growing because people realize if you're going to get any kind of corrective um, procedures done, you want that team behind you without a doubt. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you should get online right now and schedule a consultation because you, don't, you need to know going into 2024 kind of where you stand. Maybe you've always been thinking mm-hmm. about getting a procedure, not having to wear glasses or contacts. It's freeing and it's, it's unbelievable. It is. When you do it, the, one of the first things you're going to think is, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm-hmm. That's going to be it. So invest in a life of clear vision. Possibly it's going to be something that's a gift on your list for maybe a graduate that's coming up this spring to send them off to college with uh, that great vision going into college would great without glasses or contacts. But the team at Kugler Vision can give you all the details and help you get that consultation on the books so you can find out exactly what your plan is. Call them if you want, 402-558-2211 or go on their website, kuglervision.com and schedule that consultation today. I, I hope your idea. wife is going to be like, why'd you bring him on the show? Like, <laughs> let him talk about our diet like that? Like, you guys should have me over. I'll let me make you a dinner one time. Oh my God. Oh yeah, you'd blow our mind probably. Probably. Yeah. I'd like to yeah. see, have you come over and cook what something... From the stuff we have, because do we don't have a lot. Use like, Pat's pantry. Yeah, Pat's yeah. pantry. Because yeah, it's a lot of a lot of processed stuff. <laughs> a lot yeah. of boxed items. Yeah, I, I can do that for you. <laughs> okay, I've, I've done that a couple times. We may have to look at that. But yeah. So so now, okay, to to get back on track here, because I know it's like we have so much ground to cover. You're so you're at Salted Edge, mm-hmm. um, at, which is phenomenal. Congratulations, that is Thank so you. cool. Thank you. Uh, but you also are Facebook famous. I don't know about Facebook. Let's get back to the videos. He walks in here (laughs) and the the office comes into the office and I take him through where uh, a lot of the account managers are and this, everybody there knew who you were. Yeah. They all knew. (gasps) (laughs) Um, Because they watch your videos. Then we've recently been introduced. uh, Some of them had recently been introduced to them by a friend, a mutual friend. And now they've watched all your videos and they're like, Oh my God, these are so hilarious. Explain not just Omaha eats. So, um, there is a, a food vlogger out in Connecticut named Dame Drops, and I just his videos, you know, just the algorithm got brought up to me. I was like, this is really cool. Like, I would love to do this, but, like, you know, then you just start thinking. And it's honestly, like, the first restaurant I wanted to do, I was like, uh, Cali Taco. And not be because it used to be fantastic. Like, I used mm-hmm. to really, really love this place. Like, oh, 30th, yeah, on 30th? Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Cali Taco, yes. yeah. And exactly. then they went through this time of, like, it just wasn't good. And I, I remember sitting in there with the gentleman that was going to be buying Cali Taco and, like, listening to his ideas because he was on the phone talking game to somebody. And I'm like, oh, bro, you're going to destroy this place. And sure enough, he did. Uh, and I don't know what they had. They had to have some kind of contract clause because, I mean, it got bad. And the owner came back and brought back some of the old employees. I mean, because the dude uh, changed out the staff, like, and everything. And um, 
Uh, yeah, so the owner came back, I would assume, and brought back some of the old staff. And now now it's it's back to being not as great as it was, but good. But, like, I wanted to do something to where I was like, man, I want to let people know, like, this is, this place is good again. You can come back and try it. Yeah. And um, when, um, in 2020, you know, I wasn't doing radio anymore, and I just, I had a lot of time to myself. I was door dashing, and so I was driving around all day, and there was all these restaurants that I was picking up food from, and I'm like... I like this all smells Perfect. really fire. And so um, <laughs> I want to eat this. <laughs> yeah. I was at the pawn shop one day and I saw a GoPro and I was like, oh, like a GoPro would be cool. So I was like, yeah, I picked up a GoPro and <laughs> I was just driving around recording videos of me acting a fool, honestly. <laughs> and uh, my girl was like, He's just what? a man with a GoPro that needed a purpose. <laughs> yes, yes. That's and, it. And so, uh, yeah, like the idea. And then I'm like, I, I want to. I start. I was like, I want to. I know I want to do food reviews, but I don't want it to be every other food, uh, you know, vlogger out here that you know just goes picks up food and reviews it by themselves. And I was like, it'd be cool. And I was like, and then it would help it organically grow is if I, uh, you know, brought people along with me. And then I was like, well, why don't I? Why don't I not even do it like through me choosing the restaurants? What do other people like to eat? And then it, and it becomes more about them than about me. And um, you know, it was like, hey man, like, and then you know, I I, I launched it before Master Chef because I'm like, I don't want this to be something to where one Master Chef could be like, oh well, uh, this blew up because of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But also, you know, here's my cre- here's my credibility check mark. Like, this guy does know good food, and so um, you know, I'm not just some random guy walking into your restaurant with a camera, and you don't know what I could possibly say about your food, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and I'm like, let me, you know incorporated through like local artists like the gentleman lp Lightpole is produces all the music for it and so uh i just wanted it to be as organic as possible and as as local as possible to where you know you the people that i bring on my writers my call my foodie friends they want to take some ownership in it themselves and uh you know if they have like a brand like a clothing brand that they you know want to wear or a podcast that they want to talk about you know i always give them that opportunity to speak about that on the video so yeah, just wanted to, you know, make something that great. was yeah, that's cool. just, you know, a community-based. And smart like, to do it before you went to MasterChef. Yeah. Very smart. And it probably, did they watch any of those videos in the casting process, I wonder? No, so I, they had no idea I was doing this. They didn't? No idea at all. that it. And uh, I had released the, um, the like, intro video to, like, here's what I'm going to be doing. This is what's going on a week before I announced that I was going to be on MasterChef. So, so that's what I was going to ask when MasterChef aired. Because you'd already done MasterChef, mm-hmm. right? I and then he would start recording these, but he didn't want them to take credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had to lay your stake your claim. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Yep. Yeah, it's smart. Oh, and by the way, we're doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> also. Yeah. So, okay, so your videos are short. I mean, it's like. 15, 20 minutes? Seven, seven, seven minutes, I think. Ten minutes. I think I got one up to up like 11 minutes long. A lot goes on in that time. Yeah. They're just, they're so well done. Thank it's you. so much fun. Thank and and do the people get to pick the restaurant or do you kind of? They pick it. So they, it's, they, it's, it's all totally throughout. It's like, it's the whole, the whole thought is like, let Take me go me eat food dinner. that you want, yeah. you know? And I, I mean, I pay for it all. You, some of the restaurants will, will gift us the food. And they're hyping it the whole way because that's something they like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell and me about this spot. Like What's your personal connection? And, like, you know, you know, you kind of cast them before and, like, you know, preface, hey, this is how this rolls. And then, all right, camera's on, go. Yo, so what's up, man? Tell me about where we're going today, bro. <laughs> What's your favorite thing on the menu? And so then it gets them excited. Like, oh, man, That's like, cool. this is this. You got to get the chimichanga from there, man, because it's got this and this and this and it. And, like, I know the owner and the owner does this really good because of this background. Like, all right, cool. Let's go. We just got here. Let's go and try it. Get into the car, pray for our food, and then we, we go in. 
Yeah. Like, and then, you know, review each item. And this is the other thing that I'll do because these reviews I'm doing, like, it's not the, the restaurant asking me to come and give a review. So if I do have something that isn't that great, yeah. I just won't uh, highlight it on the video. Sure. And what is really good, those are the things I'll talk about. And that's the other thing. It's where somebody can't say, oh, this wasn't good. Because everything that I'm posting is good. And if something wasn't good, I don't post about it. And so you can't come back on me and be like, oh, <laughs> Tate said this restaurant was great. And I went and it, I had the tacos and it was trash. Well, I didn't nope. eat the tacos there. I, what I had was the barbacoa melt. So yeah, I can't, it was good. And it was all it was the same, good. you know? All, uh, all up. A all, all guy up. that I grew up with, uh, Blaine Hunter, he owns Porky Butts and runs Porky Butts. And oh, every, man. And once yeah. every month or so, he puts the Fat Pat sandwich on lunch, and it's fantastic. <laughs> so, right, take we'll one of these days, let's go eat a, let's go eat a Fat Pat. <gasps> yeah, Maybe we'll Pat go. should be your foodie friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can do that. I, 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 say, when, I, I like, wouldn't do If I, he's going to take you to Blaine's. That's okay. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't do you not, dirty and take you to QT. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I would not do that to you. I've, I've had, and that's the other thing. Like, and I, I, you know, it happens. You know, everybody has their own taste buds. But I, I've had people I've picked up, and they've taken me to some spots, and I'm like, dude. Like, I, I had one guy. <laughs> I picked him up, and uh, you know, I, beforehand, you know, I'm messaging them. I'm like, tell me, you know, about the spot first. Um, I want you to make, I want you to know, like, uh, this is, I've never tried this before. Mm -hmm. This is not me and you going to try something that you've never had either. Like, you need to know something about this. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's down the street from me and everything else. So I picked the guy up. I'm like, yo, man, so tell me about this restaurant. He's like, yeah, I live down the street, man. You know, I always see people in and out of there, but I've never tried it. I'm like, oh, <sighs> dude. Okay. I, I'm going to work with that so I can just edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get to this restaurant and, uh, he was like, I'm going to get the fried rice. And I'm like, hopefully the fried rice is fire. Like, I haven't yeah. met a whole lot of places in Omaha that do really great fried rice. And this being a spot that I've never heard anybody ever talk about the fried rice. Right. And so he gets the fried rice, and so do I. And then we get a couple different other things. And he was like, you know, he did, he opens his box first. And I, all, my thing is like, I don't even look at the box. I let the camera see it first. Like, here's what it looks like. And then I'll turn around. And then I get mine. And I'm like, oh, like that looks so good. <laughs> and so I see him open his box. And I look at this fried rice. And I was like, mm. <laughs> like, oh, mm. man. That's mm. not it, man. That's, That's not that. it, bro. We aren't eating that. Oh, man. <laughs> and so he took a bite. And I'm like, oh, let's just try it. And it was, it, it was rice. That I don't even know what it was. It, I, I, it was rough. It was rough, man. Yeah. It was so rough. And so, yeah, I mean, I've had those experiences, but you know what? Hey, I, I honestly, I I, just, I I enjoy hanging out with people. So yeah. I was like, you know, I just turned it into like, you know, I just enjoy, you know, hanging out and having lunch with you, bro. Like, thanks for taking the time. You know, it was cool. But yeah, no, I've no, that's had that's those. really the fun part about yeah. your videos, though, is because it is. It's just you're just a couple people hanging out. And then the food just adds a little extra to it. Then yeah. it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I hope you do continue doing those videos because yeah. they're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. So when can people, like if they come out to Salted Edge, are they going to see you? Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place Shocking. out there, man. Shocked. All yeah, shock. over the right, place. Seriously. Shocked. Um, shocked. The head chef, Chef Joel, this man, he's so funny because like, uh, so he was like, "Tell you originally, because I when I he's like, you're gonna be on the line. The line is where I'm gonna need you at. I'm like, all right, that's that's cool, chef. I'm like, you you know the prep work is gonna be a trip, and you know prep cooks for whatever reason mm -hmm. they are they're the most emotional people in the kitchen. The <laughs> I prep never would have said that. I never right. thought that. Oh my <laughs> god, those are the most entitled people ever. I'm really? like, bro, you have all day to do the things on your on your mm -hmm. list. There is no real pressure to get them done." 
nobody out front is going to be, you know, tripping on you because, yeah. you know, the food's not getting out on time. You don't have a 15-minute ticket time. You have from 9 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night to finish your ready preference. Everything's yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, emotional. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so uh, I'm like, all right, that's cool, though. So he started me out on uh, on Grill Station because, I mean, like, you know, that's just my thing. Like, like I said, you know, I love grilling mm-hmm. and being outside cooking. And um, I had a wedding on our soft opening night, and I got a text message from all three of the chefs. And they were like, you're on saute now. And I was like, I've never worked. I've worked saute, like, <laughs> you know, kind of. like it, so, But saute is a station where you really got to have your nuts screwed on tight because <laughs> you have eight different burners. And yeah. You, yeah. you're like, we, we need an aligo. We need a broccolini. We need a, two risottos. We need a lobster mac. It's Pressure. not just put a steak on the grill, cook it to medium rare, rest it. It's like, it's like next level stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like that, That's that is crazy. the station you go in and you, and I'm like. So what happened? What happened? Uh, that's what I was saying. What, <laughs> what happened, happened, yo? What Who happened? Died? Who died? And they were like, look, I know you never worked this station, but hey, Who you got to be better than they did last night. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and so uh, they put me over to saute. And I told, awesome. I told you, I was like, honestly, though, I was like, I don't, I don't want to be in a position to where I'm comfortable. I was like, I'd rather be challenged. I'd rather learn yeah. something new than just get over here, get comfortable with this, and then really not want to move on and do something yeah. else. Yeah. So he put me on saute on our opening night, and I killed it. I'm not even gonna lie. Awesome. I I did my thing. I was like, yo, I told the guy because I was I was cooking and he was calling tickets. It's like you just call the tickets, let me know when you need them, and I'll get them to you. Oh I don't God. I don't care what it's gonna take. You gonna have this food <laughs> on time, bro. And so I ran saute, and then um they put me as a training guy on saute. So like anybody, mm-hmm. all the new employees that we've had, um you know, work on saute. So I was working saute and grill. And then here come the emotional prep cooks. So, uh, uh, yeah, no, they, they called in and said they weren't going to make it today. You think you could come in early and uh, do prep. And I, I went back there. And I, prep is honestly my forte because I'm like, you can look at your list. And that's kind of, that's just how my brain works. Like, you look yeah. at your list and like, how can I organize this to where I can do like five things going at once and knock this out? Because I know I'm going to have to go work dinner shift too. And so, uh, yeah, no. So I started doing prep. And then the other... Um, Prep cook, not prep cooks, the other chefs. So, like, shoe chef, uh, our executive shoe chef, Chef Tierra, and then uh, Chef Dakota, they were like, hey, man, like, uh, he's kind of really good prep cook. And, like, we're, we're, we're okay right? enough on the line where we don't need him. So, they brought me back to prep. And so, I mean, like, you, if you ever come up to the Salted Edge, you'll see me. I'll be in the back. I'll be in the front. I'll be helping Pizza Station out. I'm just, I'm just kind <laughs> of all, over, all the over the place. Yeah. And I, I like it. I like doing that because it's not like, I got to work one station a night. Yeah. I know what it's going to be. It's kind of like you don't really know what's going to happen. Like you could be over yeah. next to uh fry station and your fry cook would be like, oh, I'll tell you, like, I need this. I'm like, okay, cool. I got you. So yeah. are there more than one prep cook? Yes. So, so how, what do the emotional prep cooks do with you? Like how do they deal with your personality and you're like getting it done when they're like so emotional? They're, they're kind of just like, tell you, do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> and if I need help, like if I'm not going to be able to finish anything, like, like they'll just come up to me like, hey, I didn't finish this. Can you do this? Um, yeah, one, I mean, yeah. like one of the prep cooks, and I'm not I'm, okay. I'll say I'm the same as everybody else there. Like I don't, I don't have any kind of special job title. Mm-hmm. This is just how I work, yeah. and so a lot of them look at it as like, oh no, you, you are above us, or you act like you're above yeah. us. And I'm like, no, nah, dog. Like chef calls on me to do these things because he knows I'm gonna get them done. That's that's it. And yep. so. Um, this one guy, I'll t- I, and I'm not a confrontational person. Right, like step up your game if you want the chefs to look at you that exactly. way. Like, exactly. That's it. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not a confrontational person. And this dude 
came up me on some real, real goofy like energy one time, and I was like, oh. "Tay, you have a choice right now." <laughs> Theater conversation. Yes, you have a choice right here. <laughs> Angel, <laughs> devil. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So uh, he was tripping because I didn't help put up the truck one day and I, most of the time I don't because I have so much on my list to do and then when you guys leave at 4 o'clock I'm signing on to go do my other job on the line Yeah, and so I don't have time to. and there's three of y'all back there you don't need me in this cooler to help you put up this truck and then on top of that I normally make family meal every day you guys know what family meal is? No. So it's basically <laughs> the, it's the meal for the restaurant so what all the oh. prep cooks and the servers are going to eat before service I have to do that too on yeah. top of all the other bullshit that I know is going <laughs> to yeah. be put on me later. So it's like I'm, I'm below deck. They have the chef that yeah. cooks for all the guests, but then they also have to make three meals a day for the crew. For the yeah. crew. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so um, he did some real passive aggressive stuff. And uh, he was in dry storage and he threw a box so called on the floor. But it hit me in the back. I was like, damn, if you were trying to hit the floor, terrible like, shot. I'm six You're right. foot. Yeah. <laughs> How you missed the floor by really, six feet, bro. I and beg to differ. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I'm going to let it, it go. And so he comes over to my station, and I'm cutting some stuff, and he's just kind of standing next to me. And He said, you know I have a knife, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I, I did. I'm like, but I'm right, like you don't have look a knife. at this man. Don't look at this man. Don't look at this man. Don't look at this man. If you look at this man, you're going to lose your cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he's just standing there looking at me. Oh, my God. And so I look over at him, and I was like, bro, what is your problem? <laughs> like, I was like, I know you threw that box at me for no damn reason because yeah. I didn't help you put up the truck. I was mm-hmm. like, if you got something you want to say, we can go outside right now. Yes. And he was like, I didn't throw that box at you on purpose. I was like, now you're going to be a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, the next day he quit. And he was like, oh, I quit because my back hurt from putting up the truck yesterday. Oh, please. <laughs> bro. Please. Yeah, this man. is hilarious, though, because now I see why there are so many kitchen shows. Because there's a lot of drama. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, a there's lot so of drama. drama. And you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. When you go there to eat, you don't even realize what all it takes yeah. to yeah. make it all happen. And what's going on behind the swinging doors. <laughs> oh, <it's, laughs> it is wild. Hey, have you ever seen The Bear? Uh, I've oh watched a couple God. episodes yeah. of it. Yeah. Have you got to where it like gets intense mm, in the yet. kitchen? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Well, when you do, that's what it's like. That's what it's like. That, I'm, that's I'm what telling it's like. you, like we've had, we had the power go. Somebody ran into a pole. Hopefully they're okay down the road <laughs> and shut the power off in the restaurant in half of the kitchen. So we're back in the prep kitchen making food for service off of this little stove in an oven oh and still God. sending out food. Like yeah. it's it's like that. Like you. In a, in a restaurant, you have to just be ready for anything. Think on your feet. Anything. Yeah. Exactly. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We Thank you so much for coming in, first and foremost. I think we do need to do something with Pat's pantry. We can do that. Sure, yeah. I think we should do something. Or or you should we'll take him to, go to, fat, to eat. eat a fat pat. We can do right. both. I'll, <laughs> talk, do I'll both. talk to Blaine, ask when the fat pat's going to be on the menu again, and then you I'll can, call so you can be yeah, his foodie sure. friend. Yeah. I'll be his be foodie, foodie friend. friend. You, yeah. you can roll, too, if you've right? got a spot you want to go can check out. Can we roll up? Oh, my God, I'll think about that. i got to think about that, because I'm, like, I'm pretty much pretty straightforward. It's usually a steak. could do round the bend. Yeah. Right. I could do round the bend. Have you been to round the bend? I have not. Oh, my God. 
God, let me is that, you. Where's that at? That's down by South Bend, just off the interstate near the I've strategic heard of the, Okay, community. I've heard of that. Both is, oh. is, is that the place oh, where they have like the big portions of everything? Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. the testicle festivals are every year. I don't know nothing about that, though. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you, uh, you know what? I take that back. You this is out you. by Mahoney, right? Yeah. I drove past this sign. I was like, testicle <gasps> festival? What? Mm -hmm. You ever, you you ever eaten a bull fry or Rocky Mountain Oysters? Are these bull nuts? Bull nuts. No, oh, man. Oh, man, it's no. fantastic. You know what we're going to do? I'm not going yeah. to it. That's... Oh, God, I have no... It's good. It's so good. Some people it's... will say there's not enough ketchup in the world, but other people understand. Put another ball in my mouth. Put another <laughs> ball in my Can't... mouth. Are oh they big God. and nasty? They're sliced. Like you would... No, they're sliced. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not just, like meatballs. It meat looks balls. like fried pickles. Kind yeah, of. Oh, it really man. does. It's breaded, fried, yeah. sliced. You would never, if you didn't know it was a testicle, you would never know. Like, oh, that's a testicle. It, it, does, it does it like have texture like a meatball? No, kind of, kind of liver like mixed with. Oh hand. hell no! I hate like, liver. I'm, <laughs> really? I, no, liver is disgusting. <laughs> there is no way you can prepare liver that I'll ever like. It's you bite into it, and for an instant you have steak, and then the next thing you know it turns into mush. No, <laughs> that's not fair. Then, then, then yeah. it's not liver then, because it doesn't it's turn not, into it's mush. It's not like that. Okay, all right. Like yeah, that. no. Okay. I, mm -mm. Oh. We got to do this. We'll get we'll get some plans made. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. I'll, I'll say. I mean, I, I can eat some wild things like like beef tongue. I can't do it. Can't do that. I've never tried. I that I would. Can't well, do that either. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. You start getting that nice gamey taste in there, and then you feel a taste bud on your taste bud. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah what is that, it, I'm all about org, like gizzards. I love gizzards. Fried gizzards. I can't do those. Like either. organ meat, right? I can't do those. But it's, it's really good for you. Is it? No, it's not. Not, not breaded. Oh. <laughs> not breaded. Why not like what yeah. is organ what? meat is really good for you? Really? Yeah. Seriously, I can't eat it though. I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to. So do you it. mean to tell me the the like the, heart. The, uh, the the organs that they use live the, that they use to clear out the poisons in your body yeah. are good for, are are good for you. They are good for you. Uh, this, this this chicken that can digest rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, okay. I, I've never. I'm I've, just, I've never, never been a fan. Things. Never I'm been not, a fan. Yeah. So. On wow. that note. Yep. On that note. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, Tate, thank you. This thank has you been awesome. Yeah. Yep. It's good to see you again. Um, yeah. All right, so go make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and we'll I'll put links to your Facebook page Dope. to anything yeah, you yeah. want in, our, yeah. in, in your website and stuff in our description. We got to get you to work. You got to get no go for yeah. 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 I, I do. <laughs> Chef's going to be – I'm surprised he hasn't called me yet because yeah. he, he was like, Tate, come in at 9 o'clock tomorrow, tomorrow. I was like, no, Ooh. man. <laughs> Nope. I'm it's ten thirty it. right now tonight. You think I'm coming at nine o'clock tomorrow? Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, yeah I'm glad Valentine's you made Day it. Weekend, right? That's um, true too. We uh, we need to uh, thank Centris big time. Centris Federal Credit yes. Union. They're our buddies. They're our partners. Um, we've been working with them for a couple of years, and and absolutely love having them on the show. And as a matter of fact. With the new year, 2024, they're helping a lot of people out. If you've got some big projects coming up, if you're looking at buying your first home or if you're looking at maybe doing some major repairs to your home, home equity line mm -hmm. of credit, new mortgage, all that good stuff, 15 locations right here in Omaha, member NCUA, federally, oh, God, I can't remember it. Federally it. insured by NCUA. And something else. Equal housing lender. There you go. Yeah. We're covered. We gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, 402-334-7000 or on their website, centrusfcu.org. Take again, thanks, man. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Good Thank to see you guys. Again. Yeah. Um, it's Pat and JT. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.